0: that's how i want to start it what um vanilla baby okay <laughs> hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the pink print podcast Where i'm vanilla you- baby
1: okay we're your hosts i'm Leto. and i'm kat Philpy. and today what are we talking about kat
0: today we are talking about why your 20s suck
1: but how to manage them them absolutely fabulous and amazing
0: as fabulous as they can be because let's be real they're pretty fucking hard yeah
1: okay so yeah okay (laughs) let's get right into it so to me my 20s i sort of like mix my like 18 19 year old self like in with the 20s but it's it's not really
0: it's giving like college to post-grad really exactly it's really like that freak out period after graduation from college that age I know it's a little different for you, but
1: I mean, I didn't have the freak out period because I didn't graduate, Yeah, but it's just like this whole, like I have an existential crisis every single day Yeah, still. Okay. Not every day, but like I have it often. And like my biggest question in life is like, what am I doing? Like, what is my purpose in life? (laughs) Yeah. And I think everybody now it's so normal to have that, but it's just like, everyone's like, you know, even when you're in college. First, it's like the question of like, where do you want to go to college? Then it's like, what do you want to study when you're in college? So many questions. It is so many questions and it's a great time to... <laughs>
0: remember that video? Ask it not all them questions. No. Okay. <laughs> so, reply and comment if you remember that video.
1: <laughs> I don't. So I just think it's so many questions like, then what do you want to study? And then after it's like, what job do you want to do? And it's, we're always questioning ourselves. Which I think is great because it's a time that if anything, now it's like we can experiment and we can really try out what we like and don't yeah. like. And now is the time, but it's like normal to have a little existential crisis every single day and yeah. to question who you are and yeah, what your interests are. But point is it's, it's, it's interesting times. Right? So that's why we're gonna, we're going to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So let's get to the root of this. Why do these questions come up? Like, who am I? What do I want? The existential crisis it really is external pressures and expectations, right? Like societal pressures. And that's what makes the twenties the most challenging part. That's so, definitely where
1: it starts. Cause I think like it starts like at home, like, what are you doing? What are you going to do? And then you come uh, back home like, like for Thanksgiving in. and it's like, well, what are you doing for your job now? It's mm-hmm. like, do you have a boyfriend? Do you, are you getting married? Are you engaged? Like it, it, it's definitely, never comes, end. it definitely comes from, from external people mm-hmm. pressuring you and asking you all these questions about your career and, starting new jobs and are you making money and are you making enough money? And I just think that this time everybody's in such different phases. Yeah. You know, like we have people who are, we have friends. I mean, we're both 24. We have friends who are still studying in school, you know, and they're getting their law degrees, which is great. Other people like us who are working, other people like me who didn't even finish and started working earlier. We have people who are just getting married or who are pregnant. So not only does this pressure come from like, the people around us, like our family, but then just like seeing other people and comparing where they are, I think we also put that pressures on ourselves.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally some people can be having a baby and married and some people at the same age could have never, could have not even ever had a boyfriend in their life yet.
1: That's true. I have friends who also have never had a real boyfriend until now. Yeah. Which is okay. It's just really interesting to see how at the same age, it's just like so crazy how everybody's just such on a different, path yeah and
0: everyone's on their own correct path for them
1: I think that one interesting thing though that I will say is that I put these pressures on myself like I think that you know like I want to be making money I want to be successful in my job and all that stuff and I will say that I think I also put my pressures and values when I think of other people and I'm like oh my god like this other person's having a baby for example you know what i mean it's like they don't want to do what i'm doing these are not things that i tell them of course these are things that i think in my head but i just think that in general one thing like a note to self too is like just to be accepting of everybody where they are too and not to judge them and i think that if we don't judge other people we're also going to be less harsh and not judge ourselves and I think that if, if someone just wants to get married and have kids and that's what you want to do, like we should be accepting of that too.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you're not accepting, you're projecting your own insecurities onto exactly. these people. And when you, you can catch yourself projecting. I do all the time. I do it uh, too. That's what I'm saying. It's like a note to itself. Exactly. It's like, if I'm like, Oh, like that girl's so young, why is she blah, 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 blah. And it's like, why the fuck do you care? It has nothing to do with you, you know? So it's like, okay, wait, if I'm saying this, you don't have to be so harsh with yourself. You can approach it with cu- curiosity and ask yourself, wait, why do I care about this girl's life or what she's doing? Ask yourself like, oh, am I judging her because maybe I feel- Maybe want to do? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I want a baby. Yeah, I, I don't, I, don't. I no. don't, Riley. I love you, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do I want a baby? Or maybe I don't feel, again, this is an example. Maybe I don't feel secure in my relationship. So I'm judging her for having such a secure relationship and so on and so forth
1: yeah but i think we definitely are projecting and i think that if we just approached everybody else around us since we know it's such a difficult time for others and our friends going through different stages if we approach everybody else with some compassion i think in turn you know we'll also be more compassionate with ourselves you know what i mean 100 percent. but let's get to the beginning of
0: this this all this havoc truly starts when you graduate college and Or maybe like right before graduation when you're trying to find a job post-grad and you're like just waiting to like secure a job, like any job just to have something to like, just to have something after graduation, right? Yeah. So, because you're feeling pressured, all your friends maybe got their jobs in September because they're all in finance and you're not. So you get your job in April and then it's like, okay, great. I just got this job. Let me start this job. And then three months later, you're like, "Mm, I'm not making enough money. How am I going to make more money? When am I going to get promoted? It's like, You're never okay with where you are.
1: Yes. I also think that a lot of people our age are a little entitled. Yes. I'm saying this from the people that I see and it's just like, well, I graduated with this degree and I should be able to get a better position. And I think that Mm -hmm. also a lot of people now coming in, it's like just because you graduated from a certain place and you have a certain degree, that's amazing. And I hope it really does help you. But I think that people also need to... Like, just then, then take that entry-level job, you know what I mean? And, like, start and get started. I'm someone who, like, I learn on the job and I just get started and I think it goes from there and it builds and it grows. Yes. And I think that a lot of people, too, is just, like, like, like why should you be entitled to a better position? Yeah. I if mean, you have no work experience.
0: Right. It's all about instant Like, just get started. And even, like, we all go through it. We're not, we're not saying that we haven't been through this. Like, when you start a job and you're doing really well, you're like, okay, wait, why am I not getting rewarded yet? And it's like, no, we,
1: I do, we do this too. We want the yeah. instant gratification and, and then we keep pushing ourselves. But I mean, there's so much already external pressures from other people and just getting a job. And then it's like, we also think that we're entitled to a specific position and to get X amount of money when we just start. And then we're already expecting and putting these expectations up here. And it's like, we just graduated and it's like, chill.
0: Right. So what's a specific moment when these external pressures led you to question your own values and your own aspirations? Well, I think it started.
1: Well, well, all the, I mean, it started, I'm, I'm going to say it again, like when I decided to drop out of school, I mean, all these pressures, it's like, oh, my God, you need to have a degree. You need that to get a better job mm-hmm. um, to make enough money somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like you need to stay there. Like, why would you leave? Like, everybody was staying in school. Like, I didn't know anybody else who left school. And so it's like all this pressure to just stay in school because we had to because we should so I can get a degree so then I can get a good job Mm -hmm. and obviously it made me question my values a lot I'm like oh my god am I am I making a stupid decision am I not doing something right um and then at the end of the day that's why since your 20s it's just so different for everybody you really need to just go back to yourself and think like what's gonna work for me Mm -hmm. and for me only because what works for me doesn't work for you Mm -hmm. and what doesn't work for you is not gonna work for the next person you know so we need to really block out everybody and like not let all these external pressures influence our decisions and only ask the people who we really really trust and really believe what they're gonna say because if we ask everybody it's way too many opinions and too many chefs in the kitchen another thing that i will say besides career-wise like that really made me question like where I'm going and like what I'm going to do with my life, right? Like career-wise when I left school is like the whole drinking um, pressures from friends. Yeah. It's is like a whole other episode, which we will definitely do soon. Mm -hmm. But just drinking, I mean, it's a time where you're still in college when you're in your 20s and everybody's still partying. Like, I think you just turned 21. Like, we were still in college. We were, like, graduating. Like, 22. Gradu- I didn't graduate. But around that time. Whatever, yeah. And everyone's still going out and everyone's still partying. And then it's, like, you feel like – I feel like as you start to get a little – like, once you graduate, you have to start getting your shit together. No, you have to. I thought I had to start getting my shit together. No, when I, I think was working. I and do because
0: you're an adult and you have expenses now. Like, and you have to learn how to budget those expenses. Like, I had never been given a, a salary and known what to do with it. Like, I always like had a. I babysat and I made money here and there, but I I didn't pay for my. I'm so blessed. I didn't pay for my college dorm room or my tuition or anything. So once I graduated, I had to learn how to. I obviously one had to learn the value of a dollar, and two how to budget myself with all of this.
1: But like, not even that. It's just like, since it's so different for everyone, I think the 20s is the most important thing is like, just don't compare yourself to other people because I was working. I wasn't in college anymore. Yeah. So I can't go out on a Wednesday or Thursday and get faded because mm-hmm. I have like work, like in the real world. Not that college is not the real world, but like, like real clients. No, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, I have to see people and I have to like show up and like be feeling okay. Like I can't just be going out and partying on time. And I, I was doing that a little bit before covid i was working and i was managing to like go out and do it but it's really yeah. exhausting and i just think that oh, so just exhausting. because everybody else is doing it for what you've chosen in your path right now you can't do that anymore you know what i mean like i already partied a lot when i was in high school and i got to enjoy a lot of my time when i was in college and i still do but it's like i've decided to not be in college anymore and I do have a different schedule and that's okay. And I'm accepting of where I am. And I just have to accept the fact that I can't go out with everybody else. Yeah. Just because everybody else is too.
0: Yeah. And even like navigating going out and not drinking or maybe like drinking very little. It's interesting when you go out and people are like constantly badgering you like one drink isn't going to do anything. It's like exactly so like why do I even need to have that one drink where I still won't feel 100% the next day and also if these people are constantly pressuring you to be drinking that means they're not okay with their decisions because I'm not standing here being like you shouldn't drink why are you so fucked up why are you this why are you that like, I used to be that Why'd person, you black though? out <laughs> okay but I, and I'm not I mean, saying exactly but I'm just saying that is the reality behind those responses mm-hmm. so I know it's annoying. I literally went to a concert last night and it was a Monday and I was like, I'm not drinking. It's a Monday. I got my boyfriend, got the tickets last minute.
1: Travis Scott. Travis
0: Scott. And it was so fun. But I was like, I can't, I'm not going to drink. Like I need to be a human tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and even like one drink, like I'm not going to want to wake up at 6am and do my workout and go to work after that because I'm going to, yeah, whatever. I don't have to explain. But all these people were like shots, blah, blah, blah. And somebody was like, "What? You don't want tequila?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm not drinking tonight. It's literally a, a Monday. Like, no one else has work here. What do you guys do tomorrow? Like, it's not spring break. No, um, it's okay if that's what they
1: want to do. I know,
0: but see, then like, if you're judging me, like, I could judge you right back, but I'm not going to because I don't give a shit what you do.
1: Exactly. So that's why I think what's just, just interesting. Everybody's like such on a different wavelength, and it's okay if you're on yours, but just don't fuck with mine. Yeah, exactly. And don't influence mine. And I think that we." need to have our boundaries strong and know our priorities. Like, I have work. Like, even now, like, in our job, we're in real estate, we have to show houses on the weekends and mm-hmm. sometimes a Friday night will get affected because we need to wake up early on a Saturday yeah. or even on a Sunday. So it's like, you can still go out and enjoy your life. It's fine. But just because everybody's getting fucked up and having a great time drinking, you can still go and you meet, we need to know our our boundaries, our limits, and just not let that influence us. And I think it's a little hard in the beginning because it's
0: very hard. You want to feel like uncomfortable. And if you're you, meeting new people too, it's like, oh, I don't want this person to think I'm weird. But why am I even thinking that they're gonna think that I'm weird if I'm not having a drink? Like that doesn't define me. That's not me. Like I'm not No,
1: and I think that in the beginning it's like we're just so fresh out of college. Even when we do start working, like say the regular you graduate and you start working, like we're still so fresh out that like you still wanna enjoy your friends, you still want to go out. Like that was something that like we did bond over with our friends like that's Mm -hmm. what we enjoy doing you know like nowadays I find different things to bond with my friends with besides just like going out clubbing and drinking but like it's a little hard to be like oh no I can't go or like not staying as late and and I don't know I'm I'm almost a year sober now and (laughs) so that's why it's a combo for another time but I've really like like come to terms with Not drinking and now going out too. Yeah, you know, like I definitely don't feel the pressure at all to drink anymore. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying more from a standpoint like when you just graduate and you still want to, but like you can't. It's okay. Yeah, to like let go of that part of you too. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, and you can still enjoy. You can still have fun. Oh yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I want. I'm like, I still have fun. (laughs) I'm not a boring person. I swear. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about twenties and friendships in your twenties. And some fun stuff like dating in your 20s. Mm. Sassy. I know. So how did you balance like your personal growth and your friendships, for example? Let's start with friends. Okay. Friends in your 20s are definitely,
0: in my opinion, the hardest topic to navigate for many reasons. I think one being most of the time, or not. I don't know why I'm saying most of the time, but I personally went away for college. So... I made so many friends from Boston, and then I ended up moving to Miami. So I have this piece of like, how am I gonna stay in touch and connected with my friends that I made from college who now live in New York, Chicago, Boston, everywhere, and I'm not gonna see them all the time. Yeah. And also my friends who are home, which I have a lot of them because I'm from Miami, was born and raised here, and I've known them my whole life. So I know quite a bit of people here. Then I have my family here and my boyfriend. So that's a lot of people. So how do you make time for all of them? Here's the answer that you're not gonna wanna hear. You don't, and you can't, and it's not possible. So this is what you're gonna do. You have to be, of course, intentional with who you're gonna see and who you spend your time with. So number one, make sure you're giving time to you and make sure you're doing things that you want to be doing, which is what we always say. But on the other side, for me personally, if I only have one night, of the week because again we work a lot on the weekends because we're in real estate if I only have one night I'm sorry it's probably gonna go to my partner he's kind of my priority and that's the reality and that's where things get iffy because I have friends who are single I have friends who can can spend more time with their partners so they're ready to hang out their girlfriends on this day and then I can't and everyone's schedules all over the place
1: yeah like I live with my boyfriend right so I'm with him I mean it's not quality time but like I live with him so i can maybe go out and then if you have a night open you don't so like you want to yeah go have dinner yeah so i get it i'm but just then, saying that because to see like how different totally positions like people can be in right totally and
0: you can ask any one of my friends it's not that i i don't hang out with them or i don't see them but you have to make the time to do so and what i mean by that is There's a line between being a people pleaser and just doing things because your friends are asking you to and kind of having to put in a little extra effort if you care so much about maintaining that relationship. Yeah. I think there's a line. That's why I have like five friends. (laughs) (laughs) So if I want to wake up early and work out the next day with my boyfriend, if we have a Pilates class we're going to, but my girlfriends are having a dinner the night before and then going out after, what I would do is, To be honest with you, I'd most likely rather just stay home and not do anything because I'm kind of fucking exhausted after work, but I will make the effort to go to dinner with my friends, probably not drink, and then leave after dinner, and they can stay out all night and do whatever, but at least I made the effort to be there, be able to have conversation and quality time with them in the dinner portion, and then they go on with their night, and if I can't be there, it's okay, they understand but that's what I mean like you have to be intentional and sometimes you do have to put in a little bit more effort than you might want to or what is required
1: yeah I think also besides that I think it's great that you're making the effort and you're intentional that's what we have to be because our time is so limited and we just don't have that much time to grow on for everybody you know so we have to really be intentional with what we do always with anything another thing I would like to touch upon for friends is like it's okay to outgrow your friends oh yeah because I know I have outgrown many friends and it's okay. And I loved my friendships with so many of my friends Mm -hmm. at that moment that I was in. And it was beautiful (laughs) while it lasted. I just make it sound like it's a, like a loving, like a, like a dating relationship. No, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. And it really is. But for like that time that I was in, in my life, you know, and then as we grow and especially in college, like some people move away from each other and then it's like, then for work, some people go to different cities and then you come back. And I think it's just natural sometimes to just the the relationship dissolves and not even with any harm like sometimes it's just it just happens Mm -hmm. and i think it's okay to accept that too yeah unless you really want to make an effort with that person i think it's just it's okay it's time you know and then you can always reconvene another time but it's it's okay and people start going down different paths and then people start to find themselves or figure out different things and maybe you just don't align with their values anymore, and that's okay. That means no harm towards them. You can still love them completely for who they are, but it's just not what you wanna be doing. Yeah, and excuse me, it's really important to take
0: note of how these friends make you feel. Yeah, Are they cheering you on? Are you cheering them on? Because also if you're not cheering them on, then that says a lot about where the friendship is going too because you're not gonna force yourself to. But if you don't, there's kind of a reason why. So, how are these people making you feel? And uh, also, a lot of people say that we have different friends for different things. Yeah. While I think that's true, because maybe you have a friend who's really into working out, so you can just like go to a workout class with them and do something fun, and maybe your other friend would rather like go party. grab coffee or party, whatever. I also do think your true friends are in alignment with you and what you like to do. As a whole? As a whole. Because for example, with you, I can do anything with you. I can go out dancing with you all Uh, night. I can go get coffee with you. I can go get lunch with you. We can go to a workout class together. And that's because we're on the same vibration and we're very in alignment with each other. Now, I hope this stays like this forever, by the way. And by the way, we've been friends for a long time and we weren't always on the same page. Well, there was also geographic
1: distance, but yeah, it's also like, well, like you say also too, like friendships ebb and flow. And I think that's okay too. Right. They ebb and flow. And maybe that person
0: isn't in your life in this moment because you're on different pages, but that doesn't mean that maybe you'll start doing more of what they do or they, or vice versa, and they will come back into your life. But I think you should be with people that are in alignment with you right
1: now. I agree. And that's why it's okay. Mm -hmm. And now a little bit of dating now. To tell you the truth, we both have boyfriends. So it's not like we have the single take on our 20s right now. And I was thinking about it uh, a few days ago. And I started dating my boyfriend when I was 20. So I was like, holy schmoly. I've barely been single in my 20s because I'm 24 now. And we're almost, we're three and a half years together. And I was like, holy fuck. I know single in my 20s should I, I be single I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I love you I'm like I live with him <laughs>
0: I was 21 and you know although we don't have a lot of experience of dating in our 20s I think it's pretty similar to dating in. Co- it's not similar to dating in college but there are certain similarities in which you're gonna try and go out to meet people but I do think that you need to do the complete work on yourself first yes which is of course what we said before but we're gonna reiterate because that's who you're gonna manifest and attract into your life is 100%. this the version of you do you love this version of you and if you do great that means somebody else will but if you hate yourself you're gonna attract some
1: toxic ass shit <laughs> like yeah i think it's really interesting and i think Dating in Miami, which is where we are right now, like, Ugh. honestly, probably sucks. Probably horrible. I met a <laughs> like, beautiful man in Boston. <laughs> Got myself a gringo. No, my boyfriend's from Miami, but uh, I don't know. Dating in your 20s is also really interesting because I think I see my friends who are trying to date, and it's just really hard to find someone, but... But you know what? It's fucking hard everywhere because I have friends in is. Chicago
0: and Boston, New York. Like, it's the same shit. I do, right. I do think that Miami would be really hard just because, like, bleh. But... <laughs> Like no offense. Like, what's our advice here? (laughs) I'm like (laughs) I think the advice is just to stop like worrying about it so much. The right person will come into your life at the right time. I believe that very firmly. Exactly. And And it happens
1: honestly when you least expect it. People always say that, and it's so true. it's completely true. It's valid for both of us. I was like not looking for a boyfriend. I was having so much fun being single with my friends. Mm -hmm. Like I was just I was on a really good note. I think that's why I attracted someone. My point Who was vibing with me, like you said, Mm -hmm. but I was not looking for it at all.
0: Yeah. And that's my point. So the advice truly is to do all the work you can on yourself and forget the rest because it's going to fall into place. And And I know that's frustrating to hear, especially from two girls in long-term relationships, but we weren't always in them. So
1: no, I was single for a really long time before that. Yeah. And I just think that also maybe... Yeah, maybe, like, just not have so much emphasis on it, you know? Like, yeah. I think also people dating, it leads to, like, oh, my God, like, I'm single, and I'm, like, maybe I want to have kids soon. Like, obviously, like, these are things that we think about. Like, yeah. we're 24. Like, eventually, like, we need to find someone and eventually just, like, get married and then have kids. And then people are thinking, like, if I don't have a boyfriend now, like, I need to get started soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of, like, our biological clocks that we yeah. that we think about. And I just think that, honestly, like, nowadays, and like we said, the 20s are a little bit everywhere you everyone has like so much of their own timeline that we just need to like be in our own flow our own energy and it's like just not put so much emphasis like i need a boyfriend i need a boyfriend I need it. like like you know what i mean like yeah
0: and i want to reiterate a lot of girls say they want a boyfriend and a relationship i love my boyfriend from the bottom of my heart to my toes to my head so much but Being in a relationship is fucking work and it's fucking hard, okay? Some days, I'm sure you and I both were, we could kick our feet up and be like, I don't wanna have to worry about anything or anybody else besides myself. And loving someone else takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and it's amazing. But to the women that are single out there, enjoy that time that you have with yourself. It's so beautiful. Like just nurture and truly take care of yourself because pouring
1: into someone else is a lot. Especially when you're feeling... If you're pointing from an empty cup, like you just can't. Yeah. So and it's... Yeah. No, it's just really nice. You're right. It's really beautiful also to just enjoy and learn how to be alone mm-hmm. too. Exactly.
0: So what are specific challenges that you have faced in relationships? I would say like romantic and friendship that have taught you the most important lessons in life so far. And what can we take from them? Let's get specific here.
1: So for the friends, I would say one of the important lessons is just really to find people who really align with your values and like you mentioned earlier who are going to cheer you on mm-hmm. i heard someone say this the other day and it's like we all have uh we're all like little candles you know and we you all know have, you know what flavor are you oh i wasn't gonna go that deep i don't know what flavor i am okay. i'm like rose water and himalayan salt okay. jesus that was sick but- or amber and tobacco whatever we all are little candles and we want to go around and like we want people to see our light for who we are and we don't want to have people who blow out our candle
0: i just ruined such a beautiful cup. Blower
1: outers (laughs) exactly so my point is i think it's so like find those people like find your tribe who align with you it may not be easy and it may not be a lot of people it might be just be i said i have like five fucking close friends it's okay it's quality over quantity Mm -hmm. and find those people who are cheering you on and that you cheer them on and who are gonna see the light in you and you're gonna see the light in them and they're not gonna blow it out i love that and and another note i guess just like another physical thing that i think i felt a lot with friends is just like when you're in college and you spend so much time with them, it's so easy to get, be so codependent with them. Oh, totally. And this goes the same thing for a romantic relationship. It's like, you know, learn, learn to be alone and learn to be like your own person and have your own opinions and, and values. I know that I've been codependent on other people before and we're like two peas in a pod and it's really cute in the moment, but then it's like, it's so healthy too. When, when you break away and you start to become like your own person. And I think it's really easy to become codependent on a partner on your bestest friend. And I think that now is a time where it's so easy to fall into that, but it's also now is a time to really find the strength in you. Yeah. So how do you do that? I think by taking... If
0: you are in a very codependent relationship, what are steps people can take to start to stray away from that and really trust in themselves?
1: For just to start, I think with a friend at least, for me what I would do is like I just... Well, honestly, sometimes it's distancing yourself a little bit, mm-hmm. distancing yourself from fr- certain friends and spending more time alone and then maybe finding other people too. And you're not just always attaching to one person yep. and just learning to do things on your own. Mm-hmm. I think that I started to do lots of activities by myself. I started to go to different classes by myself. What I was, types of activities and classes? Like I would start to do like my dance classes. That was something for me that I found by myself that I wanted to do that made me happy. I didn't do with anybody else and mm-hmm. I didn't depend on anybody else going on with me. You know, yeah. I started going to, the Kabbalah center which is something in new york and i started to go to those classes alone and then i started to branch out and make new friends there and to me that was so beautiful because i was like wow finally after like you know in high school and you normally have friends that you've had from all of your life right and then college you take some friends from high school and maybe like my best friend was in college with me too so then you're still stuck to that person And like for the first time i started to like branch into this whole other community by myself right and then through that, I was obviously learning so much about myself. Like, oh, my God, I really enjoy talking to new people. And I enjoy learning different things. And I'm actually, like, so social and outgoing. And, like, I feel like when I'm attached to somebody else before that, like, I didn't see that about myself. Yeah. And, like, I was so, like, within my bubble My bubble. that when I got out of it, I was like, well, this is so refreshing. And I think I just started to learn so much more about myself. So I think just, like, distancing yourself or... not saying to stop being friends with your bestest friend you know just because you're codependent but just take time to do something separate and find like your personality like yourself I love that so that's what I would do and same in a a, a romantic relationship is like don't do everything with your boyfriend don't eat sleep and breathe and fucking shit with him all the time you know what (laughs) I mean like have your own friends like those girls who like just hang out with their boyfriends like don't do that maybe you know what I mean it's like Have your friends. Have your have your own life separate to other people. That's what I think it is. Not find your personality. It's like have your own life. Yeah. Have your own um, activities. Your own things that you like. Like have your own thing. Mm -hmm. Your life, so that it's not attached to anybody else. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. Well, now that we've covered relationships in your twenties, dating, friends, let's get to the finance part. So. Here's my thing with the finances in the 20s because I just figured it out at 24 and I'm turning 25 in February, like February 4th, if you guys wanted to know, Aquarius Sun. Um, So uh, really, let's say 25, right? Um, I think it's really a difficult time when you graduate. I remember like having a freak out period and talking to my manager at my first job and being like, well, it just occurred to me that I'm starting a new job, it was also remote, so I didn't get to meet anybody I was working with. I didn't get to meet anybody living in Boston who had just graduated also. I had to figure out how to keep my grocery bill low, pay my rent, pay for drinks when we go out, pay for my workout class. You can't. Woo! Paying lots of stuff. Paying for everything, man. Um, so it's really, it takes a little bit to figure out and you should give yourself grace, but I highly, highly recommend this advice that Michael Bostick said on The Skinny Confidential. And he said, because this is everyone's excuse, I can't save or invest because I have to spend every single dime that I make every month. No, you don't. If you have to spend your entire paycheck every month, you're living above your means. And this is the one thing that finally got through my thick ass fucking skull. Reality check. Reality check to help me because I was always like, oh, how am I supposed to save when I have to spend my whole paycheck blah blah blah? No, I don't. I was living totally above my means and now I'm back on track. And so what if it took me a little while? This is why we're sharing this podcast and all this information because we want you to do this, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And it's not scary to look at your bank account you have to do it everyone has to do it that's life sorry not sorry so take a look see where you can cut back see if it's your rent if it's your grocery bill if it's your that or the other and save save and invest and before you know it like you're not going to be in this position forever you're going to continuously make more and more money but you want to always
1: be on your feet grounded i agree i think also with the finances i think it's just so easy to compare ourselves, this obviously goes for people who are besides their 20s. I mean, I'm sure when you're older, two people compare, but like we mentioned a few times already, it's just like everybody's in such different places. Mm -hmm. And maybe like I had friends who, you know, their parents still supported them. That's great then others who are like on our, some sort of allowance or then others who are just working. So it's like everybody's in such a different place mm-hmm. that you can't compare yourself no. to the ones who have like unlimited access to their parents' bank account. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe they can go to brunch every fucking Sunday yeah. and spend money and then go shopping and then go to auto cell cycle classes and do everything. That's fine. But like, I think that we need to be really clear where we stand and not compare ourselves. And if our friends can do that, that's great. I know because I was just like, like there was a point where I was, when I was in my early 20s that I was just like, in my head my mentality was just like oh that's not fair you know like Mm -hmm. I can't do those things all Mm -hmm. the time because I just don't have those unlimited resources like you can and it's just like we just can't compare ourselves like we just have to accept where we are and then you know now we started working and you just grow from there but even if you have an allowance if you're still in college you know like just know where you stand or you have to work in college just Know what you have, know where you stand so you can do those things and not look at everybody else. You honestly mm-hmm. have to have blinders, you know? Oh, yeah, the Because then you see these people on Instagram who are fucking traveling, you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? That you're traveling all the time and you're on this fucking yacht in Europe and, like, that looks sick. That's amazing. Like, that's amazing? I want to do that too, but then I'm like, wait, why, why don't I have that? You know, it's just, it's crazy. Everybody has different things that they're working on and it's just like there's no need to compare your finances. Like, we're all no. here building our own things at our own time and that's okay.
0: Yeah. No, it's more than okay. And the mature decision is to realize where you are. Don't live in la la land. Don't be fake about it. Don't pretend to have all this yeah. money you don't and don't live above your means because it's the mature decision to realize where you are. And by the way, save and invest. And if you think also like maybe splurging on a vacation or something with your friends is going to make you really happy. We're not like
1: trying to be tyrants over here. You should. No, no, no. Choose Do stuff that ch- makes you happy. Just Don't compare yourself and, like, drill yourself as to, like, Mm -hmm. why you can't live this life that other people are living. And, like, who knows? You know? Yeah. Just because we're seeing something on Instagram. Yeah. no 100%. I was going to say one more thing about that. Tell me. Um... Anyways, I think it's a wrap on the, finance. just yeah, the finances. Yeah, the finances are over. <laughs> just sort of know where you stand and don't fucking compare yourself to anybody yeah. else. Yeah, and don't ask, like, how can these people oh, do all these this things? this is what I was gonna say. Who the fuck okay. knows? Maybe they're selling little toesy pics, you know?
0: If you want to do that, be my guest. <sighs> this is but. what I was
1: gonna say. I was gonna say that. You said uh, living above your means. Mm -hmm. I think that living above your means is exactly because we care about what other people think and we're still comparing ourselves. So it's like, well, she went on a vacation, so I want to go on a vacation. So I'm going to pay for a vacation that I can't really afford just because I want to Mm -hmm. keep up with them. Or like all my friends are going on this trip and they're all going to this amazing place. Well, it's not really a good time for me to go. I can't really, not that you can't afford it, but you just don't want to be spending the money on that certain thing at this certain time of your life. Then you decide not to go and you don't want to miss out like this fear of missing out. Oh, yeah. Don't do that, you mm-hmm. know? Fear of missing out, it's fine. Everybody's on different pages. Everybody can do whatever the fuck they want, but don't, like, get yourself in debt or spend unnecessary money where that you could be investing or just doing something else with it that's more of a priority to just because you want to keep up with your friends, keep up with the Joneses, and just have a certain appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah, and invest in real estate. That's my last tip. With us. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you, what advice would you give someone who's struggling with uncertainty in their 20s? Because this time is really uncertain. You have a job. You don't have a job. You're in school. You're not in school. You live with your parents, but you don't. You have a, like just what the hell? What's, what's your advice for someone struggling with uncertainty?
0: Okay. Here's what I would say to somebody struggling with uncertainty, even though I think everyone at every single age is all the time. You need to trust the process of your life and you need to focus on what your output is. So How are you going to get to where you want to go is up to you. So you can trust the process, and I truly do believe you have to, but you also need to put in the physical effort to get to where you want. And it's okay if it takes a little long. Michael Jordan didn't get to where he was from not going to practice every day, all day long, you know? We all know that and most successful business people are in their 40s 50s 60s 70s and 80s So if you start a business today and it doesn't take off for a minute, it's okay. It's completely normal so Unless you're at a crossroads of like should I do this or should I do that? Focus on your strengths. What are you good at? What do you love to do and how can you take it to the next level?
1: What was a specific moment for you? Like what leap did you take or do something that you felt so uncertain in doing? And how did you like have trust in the process and doing it? Okay. So when I was living and working
0: in Boston post-grad, I knew that I needed to change one. I wanted to quit my job. So quitting my job was very scary. I was like, okay, well I'm not going to have my salary. How am I going to live here? What am I going to be doing in Boston if I don't have a job here?
1: It's like a lot of uncertainty.
0: Yeah, it was. And, uh, I spoke to my family and my friends who are so supportive, and they convinced me, of course, not convinced me, but they gave me the validation and support I needed at the time to tell me that I could quit my job and that, you know, it would be okay. I could move home for a little bit if I needed to and figure my life out. I was also going through a lot of personal things, and I was like, I kind of need to get home. I feel like I need to be with my family for a little bit. So I quit my job and I was scared shitless. But of course I had a beautiful conversation with you before I quit my job and you were like, come do real estate in Miami. Like you'd be great at it. You love to talk. You're great with sales, whatever. So I was like, you know what? You love to talk. (laughs) (laughs) If I quit my, and I of course know the market so well, I was born and raised here. But, um, when I quit my job, I was like, I do have a job. It was just scary because it wasn't salary based. It's totally commission based. And this is when having really supportive friends and family comes in handy And you assured me, you're like, you're going to be okay. Like, you're going to do this. You're going to kill it. And it's going to be okay. And here I am. It is okay. And I started another business venture along the way in which I did find my purpose and passion totally. Like she means this podcast. I mean this podcast (laughs) and I love real estate too, but my purpose absolutely does feel fulfilled now and how did i get here by taking chances by embracing the uncertainty and knowing that my life is going to continue to change it's going to change every single day until the day we die so embrace the process trust the process and continue to put in the physical work and effort that is required to get to where you want to be yeah and the rest will fall into place it's literally that is life that is with dating that is with friendships that is with your career that is with your finances that is everything
1: yeah I think that, like, just even though you're uncertain, you don't know what's going to come out of it, You just, like, honestly, just jump into it. Yeah. And, and also... and Because, look, you jumped into it. You moved back. Of course, you started a whole other career. And then, like, what happens? You started this amazing podcast. You know what I mean? So it's, like, by you trusting that process, look at all these things that you could have never imagined yeah. happening, and they do. So yeah. it's just really embracing it. And And like you said, this is life. It's true, because pretty much... Are we ever going to get to a point where we're like certain? No. A hundred percent certain? No. I mean, we can have certainty in the process. We can have certainty that we're going to be okay. You can have certainty in yourself. And certainty in the universe that you are going to be fine, you know, but. And that's important too. Yeah. I feel like it's more, yeah. Have certainty in the process, but life is never going to be 100% certain. I mean things are always going to be happening. There's always going to be things to maybe quote unquote question. And we're always like in it, like working towards it. Like now you're working on your business and then you're going to be working on your marriage and then your kids. Like there's just always things that are going to be like never, you're never ever going to reach the point of like a hundred percent. Perfect. Because then there's going to be something else to go to.
0: And also if you want to continue to evolve and make, successful changes in your life you have to embrace the uncertainty because to make a change requires you to get uncomfortable and always, not knowing what's going to happen always so that's the reality my friend it is true. and also the last thing i want to say which is such a beautiful tip from my life coach that i got pamela wilsey um she always tells me what's the worst thing that's going to happen and i out loud say the worst thing that could possibly happen To be honest, it's never that bad. Even if you are Jeff Bezos and tomorrow you lost all your money, you have your health, you have your family, you have love, and you have the resources to build it the fuck again, and you're going to be okay.
1: Hell yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Soup's cool. So uh, let's talk about lessons learned and finding joy. I want to ask you, what advice... Have we found joy? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm super, super joyful. But... What advice would you give others to find joy and purpose in this lifetime, specifically women in their
1: 20s? I think that embracing everything that we do is one really important thing and just enjoying the process and enjoying, you know, life as it is. And sometimes we have our ups and downs, but we wouldn't really appreciate the ups if we didn't have the downs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that's just one thing just really embracing everything. And then another thing that I read this quote in this book that I'm reading by Louise Hay, it's Louise Hay and it's, um, you can heal your life. Mm-hmm. And she said, you're like looking at me like, <laughs> I'm like you're like, like, it's the book it? you're reading. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause I forget the name, but I think it's, you can heal your life. by Louise yeah, yeah, yeah. Hay. It's really popular. So she says like in nutshell, she was like, whatever you believe in, like you're right. And it's just cause like, You want to believe that life sucks. You're right. Mm -hmm. You want to believe that life is amazing. You're right. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think is, those are the thoughts that you're gonna have, and that's what you're gonna be living in, and that's what you're gonna be vibrating in. So it's like whatever you want to believe, the universe is gonna conspire to that. And like you're right. Yeah. You want to say that everybody hates you, nobody loves you, you're alone in this world, and that you're ugly. You're right. Like that's what you're gonna attract people who don't appreciate you, who don't value you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like just to find joy is just enjoy the moment and just believe, like just enjoy the ride and just, I don't know, it's something that I've been working on and thinking about every day. Like life is beautiful. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, I'm right. Life is yeah. beautiful. And I'm going to keep thinking those thoughts and keep telling myself. And it, sometimes it's really hard to do that because there are challenges, of course, that we deal with family and friends and situations. But like I have just to keep telling myself like, everything's okay. My life is whole and it's and it's okay. And I rather be right in that sense, then like my life sucks and I'm right in that sense. You know what I mean? Another thing is just to realize too, like this sort of goes back to the external expectations. This is another thing that she also says in the book. It's like all the things that we should do, right? We have all these expectations. Like we should go to college and we should graduate with a certain degree. And maybe we should be lawyers and we should be doctors and we should be married and whatever if we just change that word and just say, instead of should say could. I love that. And then you can make a list of all the things that you should do. And you can think of it for you. Right. And think really think of it for you and then change it. It's like, well, I could do this if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I should graduate college. Why? Because my parents told me because my friends told me to and I, whoever else told me to. And then rephrase that to like, I could finish college if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And then I think that changes it a little bit in our thoughts and it gives us more of a choice rather than an obligation because everybody else wants you to. And you realize that a bunch of the things that we are, a lot of our belief systems and what we believe is like, we should be doing this is all because of for other people and we're not finding joy in it because we're doing it for, for external reasons. Right. And then if we change it and we give ourselves the choice and say, well, I could do this. I could be a doctor if I really wanted to. And then think, okay, well, do you want to? Yeah. And then it's like, no, I don't really want to. And I'm gonna do, and I'm not gonna do this because it's not really what I want. Yeah. So I think it's, that's just another like mind thing to to shift a little bit the way our mindset is, you know? So I think really just to find joy is just, it's all in our head, which is why I gave these two examples of mm-hmm. things and, and ways we can like shift our mindset.
0: Yeah. I also think something that you and I always talk about is like finding this notion of finding your purpose. It's so ever evolving. It, it's so ever evolving, but I think it's been stigmatized in the sense of people are constantly thinking that they need to find their purpose through their career. At least I, I a hundred percent did un, up until recently. And I look at all these amazing people I have in my life and I think about like, Oh, like, what do I think their purpose is? And for example, my aunt, I genuinely think her purpose was to come into this world and be such an amazing mom. Like I have never seen a mom like this woman. She can cook for 10 people in like 30 minutes and then take this one to the airport, take this one here, do this, do that, the other. And I'm making her sound like a crazy person. She's a crazy person because she's a superhero, but she still manages to take the time for herself and make sure that she's happy, but she's just an amazing mother. So my point is you your purpose can be being an amazing friend, an amazing mom, an amazing dad, an amazing aunt, an amazing businesswoman, whatever it may be, but don't be so set in the fact that your purpose has to be your career. No. So I wanted to highlight that. And also- I wanted to highlight that finding joy, like you said before, it's not necessarily one thing. I think it can be this life as a whole because I find joy in recording this podcast with you, but I find joy taking my best friend's Pilates class or going to breakfast with my dad. It's really a culmination of things and it doesn't have to be like one thing. It is like this life and this journey. It's all of our experiences together. Yeah. And even like the the ups and the downs because- You can look back and reflect and think about a really low point in your life and be like, oh, my God, like, how did I even get to where I am right now? Like, I'm a strong ass motherfucker. And yeah, I just said that word. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just it's amazing. So in conclusion, I want to highlight do not make don't be afraid to make changes in this time of your life, especially if you're it doesn't matter how old you are, but especially if you're in your 20s when you don't have many people or many things relying on you, like do what's best for you. And the risk is way smaller now than it will be in the
1: future. Yeah, another thing, huge thing that I would tell myself when I was younger is just don't care what people think. I know it's easier said than done, but really everybody's on such a different wavelength. Everybody has different purposes, like you said, and different things that they wanna do. One wants to be an artist, one wants to be a business person, one wants to be a mom, it literally doesn't matter. So everyone's so different don't care what they think and don't judge them no don't judge them another thing in your 20s is to be intentional be intentional with our friends the people around us the jobs that we take the things that we do just really be intentional and everything is part of the experience like we said that that's part of life but just just be intentional with with everything that we do
0: yeah the fourth note i want to say is to be comfortable with the ebb and flow life is all about troughs and peaks, live through them, swim through them. And uh, our relationships are going to change. Our financials are going to change. Some people are going to leave your life. Some people are going to come in and uh, just be comfortable with where you are in that very moment because
1: it's, it's what's right for you. Yeah. I also believe that the universe doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. No. Even if it seems really hard. Yeah. I think that we can handle it. I agree. And we will get stronger from it. I agree. And our last note just to recap is to just have certainty in the process and enjoy it because yeah. that's all really what this is all about, you yeah. know? Nothing that's meant for you will pass you by. Nope. Nope. So you want to go over a homework for this week? The
0: homework. So the homework is do something that's out of your comfort zone this week. Great, your whole 20s. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> we'll do it every single week. Like Gio said, she went to the Kabbalah, go to a work happy hour, invite a new friend that you met to go do something, go to some sort of class alone. It can be dance, it can be yoga, it can be.
1: Whatever. Painting. Oh but here's a tip don't drink okay yeah don't drink Be cu- be so do clear. something alone but don't drink because this is to test just you being yourself around a new activity and a new experience where you can't just like go and yeah. have a fade and you know what i mean catch a fade bro yeah
0: yeah and my last tip which i have said before but it's been like such a good tip so if you haven't heard it this is it stop walking around with your airpods unless you're doing like a meditation or some shit that you are intentionally going on a walk to listen to music or this that the, the other. point of
1: this is to get out of your comfort zone so it's like to not allow these things to like block you from having a conversation with someone in the elevator yeah or you know you're waiting at the, at the valet for whatever. your car so the whole point is you know don't wear your airpods don't drink exactly so that you are open to meeting new people and really enjoying this experience without being Intoxicated or like blocking out with music. So, really get out of your comfort zone, which is what life is all about. Yeah. There was a lot of information in this
0: podcast. We hope that we gave you a few tips and tools to get through these 20s because they're very difficult, but you can do it. Like we said, life will throw you some curveballs and you'll be able to handle it at that time or learn a lesson through it.
1: But that is the end of the episode thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of LinkedIn
0: podcast share repost let us know what your favorite part of the episode was what was helpful what wasn't and we love you see you next week next friday ciao bye ciao bye